hamiltonthepugproject.org and hear more about Hamilton the Pug, Toast, and Keyboard Cat's amazing adoption stories. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Your perfect pet is just a click away at the shelterpetproject.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Fund. You use Tearless Baby Shampoo because it's gentle on your baby's eyes. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You always test the bath water to make sure it's not too hot. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You make sure she wears a helmet when she rides her bicycle. You put on his sunscreen, even when he's embarrassed his friends will see. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Is your child facing the right way in the car seat? Is the seat too big or too small? How do you know when it's time to move your child into the next type of seat? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. That's safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Why is Connor having trouble focusing in school? Having trouble finding Connor's middle school? Would you like directions? No. Why is Connor having trouble focusing in school? Finding lowest airfare to Istanbul. No, I'm, I'm tired of fighting with him over homework. Home walk restaurant. Need a review? No, I need help. He's very smart, but his mind wanders. He's disorganized. I think I understand. Oh, good. Finding best potatoes for French fries. No! Russet. Fingerling. Yukon Gold. Why don't you understand me? Sorry, I was trying to show how Connor feels every day. Frustrating, isn't it? Redirecting to understood.org. For the one in five kids with learning and attention issues, this is what life can feel like. Explore understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues designed to help your child thrive in school and in life. Understood.org, because understanding is everything. Brought to you by understood.org and the ad My account. name is Ruth Rusi. I'm a retired teacher. I'm 91 years old, and this is how I live united. I say retired, but not really. Once a week, I read books to children as part of United Way's education program. Reading to a child creates links between language and literacy. It creates a bond between grown-up and child. And believe it or not, it prepares them for a better academic future. Oh, we read about frogs and flies and pigs with wings, all sorts of juicy stuff. It's a joy to watch all those little faces. I figure I have the time and they have the need. And I've always believed that if we're not here to help each other, then what are we here for, really? My name is Ruth Rusi. I help kids prepare to succeed in school. So I don't just wear the shirt, I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. My name is Mira Batra. I have been in this country 32 years and this is how I live united. America has always been the land of promise and in my community many families have come for a better life. Coming from another culture myself, I know the desire to become part of a community, to feel at home and to gain the tools for our children and families to succeed. So I advocate for these families with United Way. United Way empowers them to look beyond their histories and to see what opportunities are available. We help them get involved with their kids' schools, network within the community, and when we do, we unite them. 
Artist Exchange. The 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 Artist Exchange. Can you hear me? Oh, there you go. Oh, uh, welcome back to the Artist Exchange Radio Show here live only on BeExposedRadio.com. Uh, if you aren't aware, please uh, tune in. You can go to the, my page, uh, Nate Restyle Blue Cows, and I think I just shared it to, um, I shared it to my radio show page. But Aretha Franklin's, uh, I don't, I can't call it a, is a funeral, is a black funeral, nevertheless, because couple of people that couldn't sing, talking, organization, can you hear it now, uh, but, so, uh, definitely, it's going on right now, I've been watching it, I want to say since like 11 something, like the first 45 minutes was a lot of mingling, a lot of talking amongst the amongst the individuals. Um, and then it got into the service maybe an hour later. Um, and it's been going on ever since. But definitely watch it. They've had Faith Hill sing. She was pretty good. Ariana Grande, we could have did without that one. We could have replaced her with like a Fantasia. Um, uh, I think that would have worked. Uh, and then the Clark sisters did a surprise. They weren't a part of the pre-announcement, but I think they may have been added later, but they caught up and sang, and Smokey uh, Robinson sung a little bit uh, and spoke, but they had a couple, a lot of preachers, of course you saw Reverend Al Sharpton and uh, Mr. Jesse Jackson sitting up at the top. Uh, last one, I just watched it, uh, probably like 20 minutes ago, uh, Al Sharpton got up and spoke. Um, I think Bill Clinton is going to give a address and that's, there's not a lot of celebrities there. I think I saw Tyler Perry. You said speak what? Oh, Bill Clinton is speaking right now. Uh, and I think Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg is there, Cicely Tyson. Um, I can't remember her name, but she's my husband and wife. Uh, the Simpsons. I can't remember her name, but she's there. What's her name? My mic. Well, it should be out of my way then. Like, I can use my hands. Let me put it in the center. So I... I can't. Uh, so I think... Um, uh, Jamal Bryant was in attendance. It was a good... It was a lot of celebrities that you would think would be there. I'm not... I'm, it's right here. Put it right here. You want me to put it right here? I can't. Well, I forgot to say hi to Facebook, Periscope, and YouTube. That's probably why I was getting all the interference. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. We're now live streaming on all three of those platforms. And you can also go to our website, www.bigsposedradio.com. And at the top, you can click on syndication, and you'll be able to see all the apps and platforms that we are also uh, broadcasting on and you can catch the show there as well and it may be something that you already have downloaded on your phone um yesterday i went to a museum opening um at the reginald f lewis museum it's called hateful things it's a little um 
uh, off-putting in that it has a lot of uh, historically racist memorabilia, posters, flyers, pictures, art, pieces that kind of depict the the lazy. I don't know if you, you know, I'll post it on my page, but you weren't allowed to take photos. But I went there and then unfortunately we don't support a lot of the things. I hear a lot of people talking about going to the D.C. Uh, and I did it myself. Uh, the D.C. New Black African American History Museum. And I think that's very important because it, it gives a, a awesome overview and cross-section of our culture and who we are and what we do. But it's very important for us to support our local institutions and museums and art galleries and such that kind of tell our story on a local level. And it's not local. Uh, this is an international uh, uh, art show that is up right now. And I was trying to find the curator's name, but it's it's definitely uh, it covers a lot of stereotypes in Black history. It's a lot of like jarring um, imagery and post and just things that are displayed. And it's on the second level of the Reginald F. Lewis Museum, and I believe it's open for the month of September. So definitely take a look down there. And I went yesterday, but. Just go online and get on the mailing list of these uh, places so you can know what's coming up. Um, and if you didn't know, Free Fall is about to be here. So go to Free Fall Baltimore or Baltimore Office of Promotion and Arts and click on the Free Baltimore tab. And you'll see a list of all the open exhibitions and art shows from dance, singing, uh, children related and friendly events, family friendly events. Um, and they're all free. Uh, things that we normally pay a lot of money for throughout the year or have to pay for throughout the year, they actually offer it for free. And it's free fall Baltimore. It normally starts in like the end of September and it goes through October, uh, the end of October. And some of the events linger on a little bit after that. But there are a whole list of places that you can go to. Most of them you have to register uh, because they're limited tickets. But you can definitely um, take part in it. Take your family out there. A lot of free dates. You know, this October is normally the time where I took a lot of people on dates uh, because it was free. But nevertheless, they were quality performances. They wasn't cheesy. They were things that were normally in the, uh, out there that was going on. Very few of them are things that are planned just for free fall. But there are a lot of those. But most of the events are shows that are already going on, things that are already going on. You get to get a free ticket. And you can most of them, you can get a block of tickets. So you can take your friends, your family, uh, and other loved ones as well. So definitely support um, our uh, city. I'm here in Baltimore. So definitely support uh, what's going on in around the city. I have an awesome guest coming. He's been here a couple times. A young man that definitely, his energy inspires me to remember the energy that I had when I was about 23. And uh, I think he's out in the lobby. So he'll be coming in shortly. I think, uh, are we going to take a break? No, possibly, possibly three minutes. So with that being said, I don't have any announcements right now. Uh, I got into another argument online and it was surrounding uh, Beyonce stealing people's creativity. Um, an article that came out where it was like a list of people who had sued her or was attempting to sue her over um, 
creative license of their content or their material, their songs, so on and so forth. I've also seen Beyonce put out footage where she has, one, saw somebody doing something and she was trying to replicate that into her own work uh, and could not. So she would fly people in from around the world to be able to do it. Now, I'm not a beehiver. I'm not like on Beyonce's side at all. Uh, but I, my argument, and the gentleman that I was on his thread, I guess me and him got into an argument because he is a new music artist and his claim is that he is very original and that he creates all of his own material. And my rebuttal to him was there's nothing new under the sun. Um, there's, you can't recreate the wheel in music and arts. You know, everything has already been done and everything is being inspired by uh, or taking bits and pieces of things and putting it together and creating it from your perspective. That's what makes it new. Um, and that was basically my argument. The other side of my argument was artists have to begin to register their music. So if I register a song of some sort and Beyonce steals it, I'm not angry because I'm going to get my money voluntarily through contracts or deals between her and myself. Or I'm going to get it involuntarily through the judge and the court system. Uh, so you should not be angry. It may frustrate you because you got to pay a couple dollars to, you know, file paperwork to sue someone. But get your money. You can actually sue so they pay all your court fees as well. So get your money voluntarily or involuntarily. And don't I don't I don't like when artists whine about people taking their work because you're putting all this free content out on social media uh, for free publicity. But we're not realizing you don't own it once you push send. It doesn't belong to you anymore if you have not registered it. Registered it. Uh, and on the side of music artists, music artists are getting really sensitive about their material and how things are being displayed. So much so that even like a station like Big Exposed, we can't play your music on air. We play it on our website with the permission of the artists, of course, uh, that send us their work. But we aren't allowed to just play music because of FCC rules and publishing company rules. Meaning, if we play their music in all the platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, they would, well, not really Periscope, because Periscope don't really care, but YouTube and Facebook are really on it. Uh, and that publishing companies will snatch down anything that we post in, a, in conjunction with uh, their music that's published through their company. Um, and or YouTube, it would actually we could keep it up, but we would have to give the money that we would make from YouTube to these artists. So artists have complained and complained and complained. And the music companies have found another way to be able to charge people, which is really hurting artists. Because what used to be like a free publicity where people was sharing your music and so on and so forth is now being you know, really streamlined. Now, with the, uh, the invention of social media as it is today, it is hurting artists because people aren't buying music as much and it's forcing artists to actually get up out of their big old lavish lifestyles and tour more. Um, and a lot of the older artists already were doing those things and that's why their name stays out the way they are. You said we're taking a break? 
Uh, so we're going to go to a quick commercial break. We'll be right back here on the Artist Exchange Radio Show, only on BeExposedRadio.com. This Exchange Radio Show every Friday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., every Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Real artist, real talk, real live on BeExposedRadio.com. I was meeting with a friend yesterday, and I've gotten to the point where don't ask me a question because the truth is going to come out. And exactly. Just don't do it. If you this. ain't looking for the truth, don't come to me. Don't do it because <laughs> I, I, I can't hold my tongue. And she wants to be this uh, stylist, uh, boutique, but you're not doing anything right. in that nature. And I can't take you seriously mm-hmm. if you're not doing those things. And I understood why people didn't take me seriously because I found myself in, in somebody else's lane. I was good at what I was doing right. and what I wanted to right. be, but I wasn't doing it for me. So how can I ask you to take me seriously mm-hmm. if if I'm living in somebody else's shoes? And nobody can do what you do. And I think that that's a big problem that um, people face now like you see what somebody else is doing and you want to do that when that's not your lane that's not your lane that's not what you're supposed to be doing but it's popular it's getting that person money it's getting that person applause oh i want applause i want money let me stand over here behind them and then a lot of times people aren't honest with themselves either like i was thinking earlier today and i've been woke for almost two days so (laughs) (laughs) honestly yes (laughs) and i was thinking like you know the artist exchange radio show Join the club that gives you stuff. Hey, thanks. Radio loyalty. Here's how it works. Just click on the radio loyalty banner right now and sign up. Then you keep on listening like you already do. But now you earn points. Those points add up and you can trade them in for stuff in the radio loyalty store. Earn more points by sharing your station with friends on Facebook and Twitter, answering surveys, and by using the apps in the new players app store. Pretty simple, right? Radio loyalty. Click that banner to join now. Only in the forest can you see this. But nothing beats the moment you see that. Cool! That's your child's eyes opening up to a world of possibilities. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. And you might just see this. Visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. You're now listening to BeExposedRadio.com. Check out this fire flashback. Within our community, we got to look at ourselves and love and support each other. However, when we bring color into the perspective, we are no longer looking at each other as equals. We are dividing ourselves even more so than what society divides us. We're already divided with inequality. Not unequality, but inequality within a system that is meant to keep us down. Here we are yet again doing things that are detrimental to our survival and and sustaining of a fruitful living. We're causing more mental health issues upon ourselves in our own society and our own communities by talking about the difference in, in complexion even when it gets down to the point where we discriminate upon each other. I've often felt that I have been discriminated against even with my own people when it comes to me going into a business that is black owned and black operated and I get up service and then I never want to return and into that establishment because the service was so up. 
I support those who support me. It doesn't matter what color you are, what race you are. If you are a peaceful person, peaceful, loving person who believes in equality, I will love and support you with the same effort. However, being black and supporting black and acknowledging that I love the... Make sure you check out McLean's Couch every Tuesday at 9 p.m. on BeExposedRadio.com. Join the Just A Bit Outside crew every Monday, 8 to 10 p.m. on uh, BeExposedRadio.com. You want to uh, start off? Um, I think I'll get it out of the way on a who's not. Okay, do it. The Orioles. <laughs> right, right. They, they got swept by the Royals. They lost four in a row. And mm. uh, the last five games have all been decided by one run. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game before, or the, the last game that they lost before the Royals was uh, the Nationals and his uh, uh, Weeders, of course. Mm-hmm. One, uh, one with a uh, home run, drove right, away, hit the right, home run. Hit the home right. Run. Um, they're going into that National Series. It seemed like they were doing so well, and they just they just crapped out. Um, uh-huh. They got that game postponed, so who knows when they're going to replay that or play that game? Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's my first knot for the night. Okay. Um, uh, okay, I'm going to go ahead and um, weigh in on my who's not, and I'm going to talk about the San Diego Padres. The Padres. That's yeah. Okay, you Padres just took my answer. Are, um, <laughs> they're in last place in the NL West. Um, they've lost eight of their last ten. Their run differential is a negative 65, um, which is just horrible. So when you have... Uh, when, well, let me just uh, talk about run differential a little bit. It's it's kind of like the um, how much like you're you're winning or losing of, your games by, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. It's like the margin of victory, kind of. Right. So um, when you're in a negative number, that that means that you know you're then your average game you're losing by a whole lot. Right. I mean, a number like negative sixty-five. You know, this early. Into the in the season is 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 pretty rough. That's and horrible. The uh, the pitching numbers pretty much um, support this uh, this uh, stat right here. I mean the team ERA is 470, which is 26 in the league. Um, they have uh, 126 walks allowed. Uh, they acquired Jared Weaver in the off season, and he really has not panned out. Um, he's off to one of the worst starts in any of the pitchers in 2017. Mm-hmm. He's on four with a 605 ERA. Um, in May alone, he already has 12 earned runs. T- 12 sure. earned runs right. in May, and um, you know another one of their pitchers, Clayton Richard. He's two and four with a 4.34 ERA, and you know in May he has six earned runs and 12 innings pitched. So they're not pitching well, and um, on top of that, they are also not batting well. Right. But it kind of sucks because Manuel Margot is doing pretty good. His um, mm-hmm. the past few um, at bats, his last. Join the Just a Bit Outside crew every Monday, eight to ten p.m. on uh, BeExposedRadio.com. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. 
Pizza sounds good. Ballin' Street? Girlin' Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Are you thinking about getting your GED diploma? Well, here at the GED Pep Talk Center, we've got a number of pep talks that can motivate you. Sometimes things don't always turn out the way you want them to. You know that feeling? You are listening to BeExposedRadio.com. Welcome back, welcome back to the Artist Exchange Radio Show. Just sharing it out a little bit more. If you are online, shout out to everybody that's listening in. I saw uh, Miss Lasha, the diva extraordinaire of Sunset Soul Radio Show, one of the co-hosts of Sunset Soul Radio Show. Hopefully they'll be coming back shortly. They're on a, a brief hiatus. Um, and speaking of hiatus, I need a vacation uh, soon, but look up, look us up on any podcast service like iTunes, Google, Spotify, and many, many more. Uh, search for Big Exposed Radio and catch us, catch up with us on your own schedule. You can also go to our website, uh, www.bigexposedradio.com. Go to syndication, and you'll see the whole list of platforms that our show is also on so shout out for the advancement of that and like I said I was sharing it out a little bit uh giving you all a kind of a uh attention that we're on uh, and I'll be doing that throughout the show um also next Friday the 7th so this time next Friday we'll be celebrating our fifth year on air and I'm really um excited that um, I've lasted that long because my attention span is about that big when it comes to anything outside of being on stage and acting. Uh, but I'm really proud of myself and how far the station and that has actually come. Um, it's been a lot of highs and lows. I've had many co-hosts, uh, many awesome guests, but we're celebrating on the 7th of September, but we're actually, uh, the anniversary is actually September the 5th. So definitely uh, tune in for that. We have one uh, surprise guest coming, and I can say who the first guest is, Mr. Tommy Davis, the house music guru of the DMV and beyond. So I should say the award-winning Tommy Davis. He has many accolades for his awesome work in house music and DJing. So stay tuned for that, and I'll be posting that show shortly. Uh, so definitely stay tuned, stay locked in for that. Um, our Monday shows are being right now for the for the month of September and possibly into October. We'll be doing a lot of uh, on-site interviews with individuals at their spaces and their like art spaces or wherever I, I'm at in the community doing interviews, and we'll be posting them live on air on Monday. So definitely stay locked in and tuned in for that. Um, also. I was given this really awesome t-shirt because I was at uh, the art opening yesterday for uh, Hateful Things down at the Reginald F. Lewis Museum. It's an awesome t-shirt. It says, nah, a quote from Miss Rosa Parks. Um, But I love free stuff, as you often see. I will wear it on air, but um, I like to support artists as well. So definitely go down to the Reginald F. Lewis Museum. They have a really great gift shop and these shirts with another one. It has another one that says, uh, don't 
uh, Don't Mess With The Waters or something like that. It had um, uh, Miss Waters' face on it. But it's a lot. they have a lot of awesome T-shirts and trinkets that you can go definitely pick up after you go see the Hateful Things art show. Um, but without further ado, my guest is here. Uh, he's a little incognito today. <laughs> he's always acting a little special when he comes on the show. But this is your camera right there. So we have Mr. Damien Beard. Bird. I always call you Beard. Damien Bird. Damien the Pioneer. Right. Just a little bit. It's it's growing there. He's a little uh, mature now, so it's starting to grow in. Right. (laughs) Once it starts to grow, it's you go get a get a headache from it. But we got Mr. Damien Bird. Yep. We got Mr. Damien Bird here. Um, I can't. First of all. Bird, because I'm hearing two different people talking at right now. So, Mr. Damien Bird, yep. Damien the Pioneer, yep. Dame right? The Pioneer. I said it right. Dame, Dame. Dame. the yeah, Pioneer. His your mic isn't on. Can you hear? Him? Is it on the wrong channel? Is it on now? Yeah, it's, it's on now. Okay, awesome. Uh so this gentleman is here. going to tell us a little bit, a little bit about himself. And who he is and what he does. So let us know who you are. So my name is uh, Damien. Sit the Bird, sit your pack on the table. I'm sorry. I'm There's a lot of things going on. There you go. I'm just go ahead. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going through some technical issues. Yo, hold on. But we got it now. There we go. Uh, boom. Oh, right just there. Like that. Cool. Um, what's up, everybody? So my name is Dame the Pioneer. Uh, as uh, Nick was saying, my name. Me and Bird Jr. Uh, I finally got it right. Finally. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, I'm an international artist uh, and facilitator. Um, so I do a lot. Um, and so, like, the last time I think I was here, uh, it was a few years back, and I was working um, on a short film called Mountain Wave with some dope uh, home. Uh, shout out to Kirby, shout out to Ryan uh, Crystal Carr, she was uh, in it co start with me. So, uh, Take, I go. Uh, string off. Yeah, was Oops, there we go. But yeah, I move around and do a lot of it. So, uh, this new wave of uh, seasons in my life has ushered me into a place where I get to travel and, and do a lot of. Uh, work uh, with the youth as well as uh, uh, do art and you know uh, music and stuff. So it's been wonderful. So what what have you specifically been doing? In terms, of, I know you've been touring and the music, but yeah. like where where are the places that you've gone to? Uh, so I've been to Los Angeles, not really that one big deal. Detroit, uh, New Orleans, one of my favorite places in the world now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with the first uh, the first six months of I traveled to maybe 20 cities in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, on tour. Uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan, um, Cleveland, Ohio, uh, Philadelphia, uh, New York City. Uh, we've been all over the place, Miami. Um, so it's, it's been wonderful because basically uh, I go in uh, to wherever the places are, whether mm-hmm. I, that be a venue uh, or a community center and show up and run leadership workshops, which are basically uh, these workshops designed to, to motivate 
uh, youth to get involved with their communities and to so understand. So they're youth-driven leadership program. Oh, yeah. Okay. So youth, uh, college, but it's, it's anybody-driven okay. leadership programs, really, because oftentimes uh, I find that in the different communities that we go to uh, across the country, one of the things that I do is go to the hood first. Black folks at gotta go see what's up with the people mm-hmm. that's there and see what's happening because if you can go into uh, the urban neighborhood per se air quotes uh, mm-hmm. get there you'll find out what are all the problems that's happening in that city you'll find I'm, out I'm ready that. to eliminate the idea of that word and the word in general mm-hmm. I got a list of words that I want to get rid of and urban is definitely one of them oh yeah that's uh, that that is the politically friendly term mm-hmm. but the, the the hood is where i'm from so the hood is where i go when i go to those places i can't say i'm from the hood but i'll say just certain words like hood you people wouldn't use that necessarily right but the word urban has replaced their ability to be able to use it yeah and it really hurts when uh individuals use it to kind of limit mm-hmm. or restrict or kind of paint a broad stroke on the communities that they're focused on. Right. So tell me about some of these young people that you're getting the chance to meet and and what their stories are. Yeah, so definitely. Uh, is a kid that is actually... Pin, just pin it to your shirt a little bit over. Yeah, I uh, was actually down in Jennings, Missouri, right. uh, which is actually about 10 minutes away from Ferguson. Mm-hmm. And you think about relative location, if you're from Baltimore, it's like... Mm-hmm going from east to west okay um and so like uh basically i actually got the chance to go to jennings uh, middle school or junior high school um and while i was there i met a kid named michael michael uh, his classmates go to school with uh, a lot of mike brown's uh cousins and family members because Hmm. ferguson is the store is the neighborhood the store was in that he was in when uh, the incident took place when he was murdered, but he's from Jennings. So he's he a very to- small community, nevertheless. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And so uh, Michael was one of the kids that I got to say. It's funny because uh, Michael was, you know, uh, very bright. Um, and not to say that all the kids aren't bright and all the people that mm-hmm. I'm uh, very much so, uh, you know, in a different branch of his own. It was like he was a, a 12-year-old Martin Luther King. And he carried himself like he was a church boy. And being a church boy, uh, as somebody who grew up in church, mm-hmm. um, you know, I could definitely relate to it. And so um, what ended up happening while I was there is that I ended up uh, going to a museum called the Grills African American Museum. And it's the second... Mm-hmm. Uh, black and wax museum in the country and so uh there there's a woman uh dr lois Connolly. uh mama lois Connolly is like a godmother to me she's the foremost uh archaeologist on uh the underground railroad and western expansion and so um i went and met her at the museum and walked around the museum and learned all this stuff about uh the other side of the struggle of what happened for freedom for us because we always get the the harriet tubman stories but we never happened to find out about, you know, what happens when you crossed over from uh, mm-hmm. Chicago, from Missouri, and how that was a line of freedom for them and people trying to escape from the South. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I ended up going to her church. 
the next day for African American program, and Michael was in the audience. And he was like, "Dame, oh my gosh, man, we, oh, uh, this is this is amazing. This is the day after I go to Michael's school, and they had already." Uh, in that church had a history of activism, a history of freedom fighting, and Michael was definitely a part of that legacy. And so to see that and to see that, you know, while I was thinking he was a little Martin Luther King, the church that he went to is pastored by uh, Martin Luther King's best friend. And so a lot of what happened as far as the planning for a lot of the boycotts and things that happened on the South happened inside that church. How are you documenting the experience? Are you journaling or is there like, uh, how is it being documented? I'll ask you that first. Uh, It's a mix because uh, I I take, uh, you know, I'm a photographer, a filmmaker, all that good stuff as well as a journalist. So Mm -hmm. uh, I do a lot of writing. Um, So I'm putting a lot of that into, like you said, journaling or uh, making excerpts, Mm -hmm. you know, um, writing letters to myself. Okay. about the moments that I experienced. Um, and the hope is to put those into a book and to put those out. Um, and as I do everything else, try to turn it into a movie. Um, <laughs> but, you know, th- those are my hopes are to do those things. And, like, right now I just got back from uh, Quito, Ecuador, which is mm-hmm. the capital of Ecuador, mm-hmm. and was down in the Amazon River Basin for three weeks. Cool. So I was down there for three weeks. Is that the mix. same program? Same, yep, same, uh, same people I work with. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it was an amazing experience because I was able to do so much shooting and so much filming, but I also was able to interact with so many people and the Quechua people of uh, the Amazon, the indigenous peoples mm-hmm. um, of Ecuador and of South America um, were wonderful people uh, that you never know existed. I didn't know what Kichwa was, and you wouldn't know unless you actually went down there. And so, you know, spending three weeks uh, in the jungle and, and uh, you know, doing community work, um, helping build schools and stuff like that, is an amazing experience. And so I filmed all those things. Um, and so I've got hours and hours and hours of footage of just uh, the experience of, of walking through the jungle and stuff like that. And so, um, the filming now, or excuse me, going to editing now, and so I get the chance to really sit down, and I'll uh, go sit in my little hut in my little corner <laughs> for a little while and just stew. How did you experience. get connected with this organization? Um, it's a funny story because uh, basically I end up meeting uh, or revisiting my uh, high school. What high school was that? Uh, uh, that at the time, you know, I was in the ninth grade, and that was W.B. Du Bois High School, okay. uh, formerly known as Northern High School, mm-hmm. uh, up on Northern Parkway. And so uh, it was actually her first year teaching uh, class, and I was a freshman in high school, and she was teaching history. And basically, uh, she came in her first day and said, look, um, you know, I've asked to teach you the history curriculum from the black Perspective, um, and the administration said no. Mind you, all the administration was black. Right. So they was like, "Why you want to be so Afrocentric?" Because what they told her. And it's not a documented lesson plan for that. So I'm not defending them. Yeah. That's that's what they would normally say because it's not a um, uh, accredited yeah. teaching style. Yeah. And so, uh, either way, that's the way that we learned. 
history. Mm-hmm. And so she had a big effect uh, on my life and, and my artistry and my activism. Was it, did you know less going into that than you did like after the process or after her class? Um, or what did no, you learn what, from being in her class? I learned to look at myself as more than just uh, the average kid growing up in the hood because that's what I thought I was. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with Mr. Damien Bird or Dame the Pioneer. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back here on the Artist Exchange Radio Show only on BeExposedRadio.com. Join the Just a Bit Outside crew every Monday, 8 to 10 p.m. on uh, BeExposedRadio.com. You want to start off? Um... I think I'll get it out of the way on a who's not. Okay, do it. The Orioles. <laughs> right, right. They, they got swept by the Royals. They lost four in a row. And mm-hmm. uh, the last five games have all been decided by one run. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game before, or the, the last game that they lost before the Royals was uh, the Nationals and is a uh, uh, Weeders, of course. Mm-hmm. One, uh, one with a uh, home run. Drove right, away, hit the uh, home run. Hit the home right. Um, they were Going into that national series, it seemed like they were doing so well, and they just they just crapped out. Um, uh-huh. They got that game postponed, so who knows when they're going to replay that or play that game? Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's my first knot for the night. Okay. Um, uh, okay, I'm going to go ahead and um, weigh in on my who's not, and I'm going to talk about the San Diego Padres. The Padres. That's yeah. okay. You Padres. just took my answer. Uh, um, they're in last place in the NL West. Um, they've lost eight of their last ten. Their run differential is a negative 65, um, which is just horrible. So when you have, uh, when, when, well, let me just uh, talk about run differential a little bit. It's it's kind of like the um, how much like you're ratio, you're winning or losing uh, your games by, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. It's like the margin of victory, kind of. Right. So um, when you're in a negative number, that that means that you know you're. Then your average game, you're losing by a whole lot. Right. I mean, a number like negative sixty-five, you know, this early into the in the season is 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 pretty rough. That's and horrible. The uh, the pitching numbers pretty much um, support this uh, this uh, stat right here. I mean, the team ERA is four seventy, which is twenty sixth in the league. Um, they have uh, one hundred twenty six walks allowed. Uh, they acquired Jared Weaver in the off season, and he really has not panned out. Um, he's off to one of the worst starts in any of the pitchers in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. He's on four with a six oh five ERA. Um, in May alone, he already has 12 earns run. You are listening to BeExposedRadio.com. Outside of, uh, outside of uh, the politics, one of my favorite series on Facebook is, is uh, Ball in the Family. Oh, okay. Ball in the Family and then uh, Red Table Talks. I love Red Table Talks. I can't tell you. Uh, it's another one on there, but it's not really appropriate for our conversation. Okay, cool. But it's not... <laughs> It's just I love comedy, and she's okay, really yeah, good yeah. at comedy, but I love the series. So welcome back to the Artist Exchange Radio Show with Mr. Dane the Pioneer. See, I get it eventually. Yeah, it that's what to, it is. Yeah. You know, he comes with these pseudo names every time, so he got to... <laughs> 
this that one's too big. This one's thick. This one's so thick. Yeah, okay. this one's this one's. So sticks. you got to register it then. Yeah. We just was talking about registering your content. Listen. So that's very important. Absolutely. So welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, Myself and Damien during the break was just talking about how he's going to release this. Like, what is what's going to happen to the stories? And we, I was trying to give him a couple outlets that are kind of telling our story uh, the correct way. And yeah. now it's forcing all the other conglomerate kind of platforms to kind of look at being honest about our stories and not just creating content and programming that is a current copy of what's hot. Yeah. Uh, so now I think we're going back to the docu series, the docu films, and the documentaries that are honest. Again, I think we're going back to that. And I miss that era. But you're doing it from a travel perspective, which is a growing thing in the black uh, world of media entertainment. And it's uh, getting to a point where now someone like yourself has a platform to be able to go into something that is kind of new yeah. and uncharted in a way where it's not just. Uh, telling us the hot spots to go vacation, uh, but really giving us some historical platforms where you would have to get off the resorts yeah. to see a lot of these things. Yeah, like I, I spent three weeks marching through the, the jungle of, mm-hmm. of South America. Like it was, it was a beautiful place to stay mm-hmm. when it was time to go to sleep, and it's a beautiful place to be at. But you don't want to get caught in the dark. <laughs> without no flashlight. The reality of what you're saying. <laughs> like this is this is real. Like uh, the flashlight was life or death. Like what? if you don't hear a flash, if you don't, if your flashlight go out, if the battery start to flicker, just go. Like you gotta find water. Like you gotta find water. yeah. Like uh, it was down there with with my tio Miguel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went down there and, and start speaking Spanglish or uh, um, if it was a ghetto version of Spanglish. If we could find out what that term would be. They have that ebonics. They have that ebonics. Yeah. Version of, the, I need that ebonics. It's normally what we learn. That's okay. the crazy part. Right. The ebonics version of any Spanish language is normally what we're taught in high school. Yeah. That's, yeah. So, like, huh? It, even, <laughs> so I guess it would be a Cajun version of that yeah. joint. Oh, Patois. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was yeah. completely ratchet. Um, Spanglish. Um, because my Google Translator wasn't working all the time, and T-Mobile sure. ain't down there, bro. I keep telling people this: get some Rosetta Stone <laughs> well, in your life. Yo, Rosetta Stone. I looked at it, and it's two hundred and ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. See, see, you're such um, a young person. You gotta go for the deals. You gotta go Groupon. You gotta go and shop around before you just let one thing be yeah, the price. Yeah, I, I just yeah, I gotta do that because uh, I'll say Rosetta Stone is the easiest way in my opinion, to learn a language. Man. If you just trying to do it on a quick. Yeah, nah, I needed that. Because when I got back home, I was speaking so much Spanglish down there that I was responding to everybody here in Sp- Spanglish. And everybody was like, what are you saying? What are you- and I was like, what are you talking about? It was like... Uh, Everything was como se dice. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it was. No soy. No soy. No soy. Okay, yeah, all right. But yeah, he's so very like, disrespectful. He's not a racist young man. He just, I'm definitely he didn't not. Know about it. He didn't know about it. I, def- I, I didn't. Um, Is it forcing you to want to learn it a little bit? Oh, absolutely. Because it's crazy. Because I actually was an A student in Spanish in high school. As I said, <laughs> the Spanish that we learn here <laughs> is not the correct. 
And it's not how they speak on a regular basis. But see, the, we learn to write Americanized Spanish. Yeah, that's that's very true. But the, and the thing is, uh, because the way that it is that we view learning, people often will never try to branch out to learn another language because they feel like, oh man, when I speak it, or at least the culture is, if they speak something in, uh, differently or wrong than what they're actually supposed to say grammatically, mm-hmm. then you, we look at them as stupid. And then their culture in Ecuador and in a lot of the Spanish cultures and uh, Latinx uh, right. cultures, um, they look at you as a sign of respect if you try. And so right. a lot of the stuff that I picked up as far as speaking Spanglish was because it is that I was, I was trying... You was trying. I was trying, yeah, like, like uh, Banyo. Like, Banyo became my number bathroom. one bathroom. This is the number one word. Donde uh, el baño. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> mi baño, por favor. <laughs> Yeah, you, ba- yeah, I that's when you learn a yeah, little bit more. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I need some uh, weak conjunction. Por favor. In there. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. Gracias. That was yeah. how you expect. But it was weird because I went into uh, the neighborhood of San Rook, which is the hood of uh, Quito, which mm-hmm. is capital of um, of Ecuador. And so I went into the hood of San Rook, and I, you know, all the people, um, the different people, was like. Oh man, like you really went up into like the like the marketplace and stuff, uh-huh. and I was like, yeah, man, like nobody else did that and because as long as I didn't talk, I blended right in. Like nobody could tell the difference. Like it was beautiful. Well, I think that's one of the things, especially when you go to <laughs> Latin American countries. That's one of the things that we learn here, mm. and it's something that a lot of uh, the crossover uh, Latin artists are kind of trying to school us as American black people. Yeah. Like, colorism is kind of around the world. Yeah. And piggybacking off what you just said, when you go there, one of my friends, he went to, uh, he studied in Ecuador and Brazil. Mm. And one of the things that he said, there are a lot of people that look like us right. down there. But you don't ever see that on the advertisements or on the TV nope. or anything that's coming out from that. So that's something that you learn once you actually go there. That there are many hues. Uh, just like we have many hues here in America in terms of black uh, and people of color, but I think that was I think that's one of always the normal thing that we normally pick up on when we go to other places like that. Yeah, like there are people everywhere that look like us. Yeah, you don't see them, but no. uh, normally, but yeah, like you. And the thing is, you won't see them in this place, especially in the tourist centers and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. you are identified as a black American, right? You know. Um, I, I walk around, it was like, uh, mi vesta uh, americano, and, and it was like, oh yeah, yeah, like, you look straight like an American, it's like, it's, it's like, but y'all got all the, all the brands that we got, Right. the Jordan got two balls in his hand, but it's the same stuff, it's the same exact stuff, but they had more name Not brand clothes and stuff, and, and brands was, was, was such a big thing for them. As well, it's limited here, mm. and it's not as limited there because yeah. they're trading with other parts of the country isn't as restricted as ours is. Yeah. But I think we're going to uh, take a b- quick break. But before we do, uh, this is the home of the show, Underwood Show. Tune in every weekday morning at 10 a.m. Uh, for the Cheryl Underwood show. She's syndicated to our station now. And don't forget, turn in your music. We want to hear your music. 
So go to www.bigsposedradio.com, scroll down to the bottom, and you'll see our awesome playlist as well as our ranking list. So when you send us your music, include your album art, a high-resolution image that we can put alongside your music. So when people push play, they know who you are. Um, and then you'll see the more plays you get, you'll get higher up on the ranking. So we have a top five ranking right now, and we have some phenomenal artists that's in that uh, ranking. Shout out to my sponsors this month, Mr. Rebel. Rebel Rail Ralph Ralph uh, I'm Radford. Uh, you can check him out on our playlist. Um, he has a song that I believe is number three now. So the more clicks he get, the more the higher he gets up on that ranking. Also, uh, Mr. Kareem Moore. He's a financial planner and insurance broker. So check them both out on my page. I have them posted up there so you'll be able to go to their pages and check them out and communicate with them. Um, so we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back here on the Artist Exchange Radio Show only on BigSposedRadio.com. Big Exposed Radio family affair if you want to look at it that way it is i i, I totally agree and i believe what it, I, I believe that this wisdom on the wall is going to be a movement and that's what that's what i yeah. believe we are we're we are doing is we're creating a movement where where people is essentially even after we've presented in these workshops then they'll be inspired to sort of document some of the things that they've gone through and empower somebody else so it's, it'll be like a yeah. chain effect so they'll see that you know we, we were just three women who have gone through various things and experiences in our lives and we just took the opportunity to sit down put it in a book and then it'll be a movement and then other women will will be inspired to do the same thing let me tell you we are better together we are so much better together family i'm telling you when we when we band together put our resources and our experiences together we can create a movement and that's what it's about inspiring people to do more than what they may currently see of their own lives that they can do so much more so yeah you are exactly right mm-hmm the Inspired Radio Show. Tune in every Wednesday from 7 to 9 p.m. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing. Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. You are listening to BeExposedRadio.com. I'm in. <laughs> right, let's Welcome back. Welcome back to the Art Exchange Radio Show. We got Dane the Pioneer. See, it comes natural now. See, it's dope, ain't it? Yeah. So that's the importance of you telling people and sharing it with it. Oh, and sharing it with people uh, so people know um, who you are. Yeah. It's all about engagement and then telling your story so people know who you are. So now when you walk in the room, people know you're Dane the Pioneer. Yeah, definitely. Versus Junior. Yeah. You're not Junior anymore. Nah. I'm, I'm Dane <laughs> the Pioneer. As it's, it's, it was the more befitting. Right. And uh, it's, it's dope because it's one of those things, like we talk about speaking things into existence. Mm-hmm. And that was the name I took on because of my mental and my spiritual. And that became a real physical thing in a very short period of time. So also, you just graduated. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah, you so, can say that. Well, it's, <laughs> graduating it's in life. You graduating. Yeah, it's been so, a while. Right. It's so been. how is it being a, a graduate now? How is world on the other side? It's cool. It's still it's broke cool. sometimes. It's, I mean, you still got to pay. Like, the bills don't mm-hmm. stop. It's just like, oh. They increase, actually. Yeah, it's like, it's interest? In okay. In your name now. Yeah, like that. That switched over. I'm 26. Okay. I'll be 27 in October. Oh, cool, cool. So I'm. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a beautiful experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was just talking to um, an individual, and we were uh, a lot of the artists that we work with. They don't get, especially the ones coming from a school background. That idea of getting out of the school mentality or student mentality of being an entrepreneur or artist or just an adult. Yeah. Uh, and often when you're coming from a school, you're used to having a syllabus sitting in front of you that tells you everything you have to do and when it's due. And as an adult, that piece of paper is gone. It oh, doesn't yeah. exist in the real world. So you have to get better at creating your own syllabus and creating your own schedules and learning how to not just do the things that are put in your lap but actually start creating a plan and dreaming more because most students, their dreaming capacity kind of diminishes once you're sitting in front of a teacher because you're being told what to think and told what to do. So now, what's that transition for you? It has been about a year now? Nah, uh, it's like four? Okay. Three? Yeah, so like what, that. Is, what is that transition um, kind of being? So basically for me, like... Uh, I, I knew early on I was like, yo, I'm going to have to get a job. And then I was like... That's important. I yeah, that's a, yeah, it's very important. Um, I grew up lower middle class. Uh, my mom and dad both were, uh, you know, workers for Baltimore City. My mom being a Baltimore City firefighter. Okay. Um, she's the first black woman to be a firefighter, paramedic in the New Millennium Baltimore history. Uh, so like that's She's the, first again? the first black woman in Baltimore City history uh-huh. to be a paramedic and firefighter in the millennium. Ooh. So she's the first person to walk across the stage and all that good stuff. So that was a, a big example of, you know, hey, um, I'm going to do career switches because my mom did a lot of different stuff. Like she uh, worked for a minute um, as a secretary for the Federal Reserve. Uh, where she sat with like a shotgun above her desk and was monitoring who was coming in and out and all this crazy stuff and it was dope and so like uh, I was always a fan of hey I'm going to sample as much of life as possible so I'm going to get as many of these different jobs as possible and so I would funnel through different careers and stuff and it's it's easy well I'm not saying easy but it's, that's an interesting perspective because as you kind of like in your 20s and as you're growing into what you want is very, you're supposed to spend a couple years here and go on to spend a couple. So you actually get some knowledge and yeah. you're given these places what you have to give and it's kind of shared kind of experience. And then at the end, you kind of have bits and pieces of who you are. Because the idea is to own your own. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be the idea. Yeah, definitely. But when you get to that point of owning your own, if you have not gone through all of those other things, you don't know the basis of building your own business and your own brand. Yeah, that's a, that's a real part of that. Um, also, you know, like I said, I bopped around for a minute, but then uh, I got to a place where I was like, I need to go and find something, even while I'm still in school, that is more mm-hmm. of an adult job. Right. And so... 
Um, I ended up working and managing, helping to manage the marina for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, down downtown Baltimore, which is the second largest uh, marina of its kind on the East Coast. Okay. And so I was meeting all sorts of people that were, you know, in different things. All of them entrepreneurs. And I was like, okay, so that's that's the that's the base. Mm-hmm. So in order for me to be able to live on a boat and smoke cigars <laughs> with my wife, like, and have like two big behind dogs big behind um i need to make sure like i got a, a business and so like you know that was a big part of it and so okay. shout out to the love of my life uh autumn mead over okay. at uh fall tresses she's you know she's a, a businesswoman entrepreneur she's been you know a salon owner since she was like 17 mm-hmm. and so like i've been friends for her for about the last 10 years or we graduated in the process, but anyway, um, so she she taught me a lot about entrepreneurship, right. and so like even working at the marina and stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know, we was handling multi million dollar accounts and, and moving around money that I knew I wasn't taking home, mm-hmm. uh, and it, virtually, you know, it's not like you see it when you get to a certain level, mm-hmm. the the rich uh, different different folks, um, they. They is no is no paper involved. Like all that's like is, is a transfer. Well, paper isn't real. It's yeah. not based on anything. Yeah. It's all like credit. That's normally the yeah. currency. Yeah. So like they just passed that around. I promise. Yep. Promissory notes. Yep. Uh, but getting into who you are as an artist, that kind of helped you to kind of learn different aspects of the things that you need. Like right now, communication is key. So working at a job like any customer service driven job. Uh, you learn how to communicate. You learn money management. You learn all these different skill sets that kind of build you up and kind of solidify your foundation. What has those jobs been able to help you with in terms of what you're doing today? Um, I would say discipline, one. Mm. You know, as an artist, it's very easy to not be disciplined. Uh, now, I'm going to say lazy, <laughs> not to be lazy. He, he did a real <laughs> diplomatic move there. Laziness is um, easy as an artist. Yeah, like that's 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 a big part of it. Uh, a lot of which, you know, like I said, so not only just working at the marina, but I sail. I'm a black boy who sails mm-hmm. uh, and gets on the water. So I was able to meet a lot of people that way. I've, you know, flown to San Francisco and uh, sailed on, you know, a $2 million South, Af- South African catamaran and been able to meet so many different people in that way. Uh, the marina definitely is a big part of uh, being able to learn and, and talk to different people, which is what I do all the time. Um, and as far as, you know, because like I said, one part, uh, the many things I do is that I am a, a speaker. I am, I am an activist, and so the amount of mm, adversity that I've faced in different environments uh, leading up to this job. I, like I worked as a valet for a year at a hotel downtown in Baltimore, and like I met so many different people in that experience, and everybody that I met just take it a little bit. Take a little bit, take a little piece, and it's like having a conversation is so valuable. And that was one of the things that I learned from working there. But I also worked as a photographer on Spirit Cruise Lines for two years. Ooh, uh, yeah, two years. I, was, I think I lasted for the summer. <laughs> yeah, 
It was, it was. I was very energetic. I'm still a very energetic person. I sleep about five hours a night. So, and I'm I, telling you, you're getting close to thirty. <laughs> as close to eight as you can get. I played basketball yesterday, and uh, <laughs> I stood up after just taking a brief break, and my whole knee said, and "Just like, oh man, is that a is that a door hinge? Mm-hmm. Slide some old to me." It was mm-hmm. like, dude. But yeah, I was stiff. You start feeling a little. I'm not. I'm not old. It's nice. Nah, you season. You season. Okay. Yeah, but you know, so those those are the different things, uh, you know, that we getting into and whatnot. But anyway, um, yeah. So we're talking talking about just the different jobs that you know. Uh, have led me to experiences. Um, I worked for so long. I think not only just on jobs, but volunteering and stuff like that um, in my community and within my now, church. I'm going to stop you there. The, yeah. the aspect of volunteering, mm-hmm. uh, can you tell people, and it's not just working for free, because most people mm. in our age groups mm. feel like that's just working for free. Yeah. What is this really giving me? How is this yeah. really helping me? <clears throat> But just like I'm in doing radio, radio now, you, you've done a lot of journalism, and most times you have to start those uh, working for nothing or little to nothing. Yeah. And it's not so much somebody getting over with you, but you haven't put in the views that are required. Oh, man, that's a, that's a nugget. And I, I, I give it very honestly. And the thing is that volunteering is not about yeah, if you go into volunteering thinking that regardless of what your intention is because you think you're going to do good for somebody else or what what have you, whatever your selfish reason is, you have to throw it away. Right. Um, what are some of the things that you've gotten uh, as a result from your volunteer work? Oh, man. Uh, I've got the opportunity to see the world in a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. And still so now. So, like, last year I was on the Allstate We Volunteer Now Tour, which is a national tour uh, that goes into some of the most beautiful places and some of the most desolate areas of the country and some of the most racist environments that you could think of and some of the most liberal environments you could think of. And Had you experienced that level of racism before? No. Mm-hmm. No, but it's, it's very different types of racism that you mm-hmm. encounter, or very different uh, incarnations. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, like, it's so different, but so the same. Because mm-hmm. um, it's not what you would necessarily be used to. Oh, nah. Like, you can go to St. Louis and, and be in St. Louis and, and go down the main strip and... You can be on the main strip and on the right side of the street, whereas in Baltimore, you've got maybe like a, a solid brick wall that spans going all the way up and down York Road, mm-hmm. separating uh, wealth from not. Wealth from not. <laughs> yeah, there the the streets are so um, blockaded that there are watchtowers mm-hmm. in the streets, whole houses that are there that are built for the purpose of keeping you out. Mm. And it's still like that to this day. That's I think, and part of what you were saying was taking like odd jobs as a young 
budding entrepreneur, I think it's very important to take things that will challenge you to kind of see what does this help me with. Now, a lot of people will say pick jobs that keep you in line with what you want, uh, but it, it really is, say it again. So it, it, it really is helpful that, it, uh, that you take these jobs that kind of take you outside of your comfort zone as an artist, as an uh, entrepreneur, because uh, they can often teach you more about just the people that you have to deal with and just communicating and being in the space. We're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back here on the Artist Exchange Radio Show, only on BeExposedRadio.com. Don't go anywhere. I had took a job at... And we're back with more Cheryl Underwood Radio. Thank you, Super Producer. Hey, uh, while we're uh, getting our uh, political fix and our um, our uh, news and international discussion fix, um, we were going to talk about the, the President Trump and, and NAFTA and, uh, and what's this new, the, the U.S.-Mexico uh, uh, agreement. Right, the trade agreement he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then one of one of my good sources in politics was like, "Yeah, you can sort of talk about that, but don't nobody really care about that because I thought he can't just dismantle President Trump. Just can't dismantle NAFTA. I thought it has to go through some other procedures. Yeah, I think I think the Senate has to be involved in it as well. Yes, mm-hmm. that's it, Harry Southern. He can't just say we don't do NAFTA anymore, right? Because I thought the agreement was ratified. And the problem, though, he he's not following protocol as a president, the right? That we're supposed to go through as a president. He's that's not right. doing that. He's just saying stuff blatantly, right. publicly, and just not knowing the process or not wanting to know the process or not even caring about it, asserting right. his own ego, <clears throat> right, into advancing things. Now I. I would say this though I, sometimes i advance a lot of things but uh, but they're pretty well thought out and, and pretty well and i'm gonna say pretty well researched but i'm also willing to back down if it's not going the way we thought you know you know what i mean mm-hmm. so right. we were gonna talk about that but we we got to do a little bit more research on the things he's doing can he do it and how one minute you hate mexico and the next minute you don't uh, you you discussing agreements with them, and then the, and you antagonizing Canada, and, and how can you have a trilateral discussion about trade without having three people at the table? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> which leads us back to the start of the show, which was he just petty and it. It was so petty. Yeah. He just don't seem like he. Never mind. Sure. <laughs> Something we weren't supposed to talk about. We, mm-hmm. we got well, President Petty over there. President Petty. <laughs> that's President what it. That's he's petty. He's petty. And to me, I think with what happened in the elections, these are the are these what are these primaries? Primaries. That's correct. All right. So the brother out of Florida, Tallahassee. We gotta get a shout out to uh, FAMU. Remember we were talking about who we shout out to HBCU shout out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so he's the mayor of Tallahassee. Cassie, right? That's correct. That's right. Uh, Andrew Gillum. Gillum. Mm-hmm. Gillum. Okay, backed by Bernie Sanders. Yes, he was. Yep. Um, he he comes out of Democratic primary, but he's going up against uh, Rick Scott. Jim, what's the likelihood? 
that he's going to prevail. Well, I have to look into that more, but it's very clear that it's way left with Bernie and uh-huh. way right for Trump. Yes. And Florida's going to be the first one that go head-to-head for that. Yeah. And it is, you know what? It's the Harry, don't you think, out in Arizona, that girl, what's her name? Kelly Ward? Or what's that? She's crazy. I don't know where she is, but she's the one talking about McCain's death was uh, promoted to to mess her up or some right, stupid right, stuff. Right, right, right. And then the, what's the one? McSally? McAlley with Sally or something. She was another one that first was anti-Trump. Now she pro-Trump. They're using that to try to get yeah, back. Cause they yeah, they got a bump yeah. from it because this guy who's in the Florida race, he got a massive bump from yes. Trump's tweets. Yes. So and so you so you. I, um, I what I don't want I don't want the Democrats to get cocky, right? And don't drive souls to the polls, right? Because the, the what about the governor's race in Georgia? You are listening to BeExposedRadio.com. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Artist Exchange Radio Show only on BeExposedRadio.com. We're yeah, on yeah. every Monday and every Friday from two p.m. To 4 p.m. I have to think about that. Uh, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. only on BigExposedRadio.com. Don't forget, next week we'll be celebrating our fifth anniversary, and I'm really excited. It's not gonna be. I'm not gonna do like. Monty is really um, Monty. If you have not met Monty, um, he did a radio show called Talk Lately like years ago. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he's uh, my engineer right now on Friday, so uh, he's having fun with all the technology and such. Uh, he's having too much fun. I'm going to just say it like that. But don't forget, next Friday the 7th, 2 p.m. sharp, Eastern Standard Time. Come on. <laughs> come on and, uh, <laughs> come on and enjoy um, this stuff. We have a surprise guest, and we also have the DJ extraordinaire, Mr. Tommy Davis, stopping by. One of my favorite guests, we went to Coppin together, and he's going to tell a little bit about him and his story. Speaking of stories and storytelling, mm-hmm. uh, we have Mr. Dame Bird. Damien Dame the Pioneer. Oh, come on, sorry. Jamie. I'm going to make my guest for his name tags from now on. Listen. Damien Bird Jr. Yes. Dame the Pioneer. Hallelujah. It's Ashe. on the screen. You said it's on the screen? I don't see a screen. I'm, I'm, but you know I don't have glasses on. Oh, I cannot stand. <laughs> but uh, we have him here today, and he's telling us a little bit about his story. He's been traveling a lot yeah. lately. How long have you been with this organization? I've been with them for about eight months now, so eight months? since the top of the year. Right. Yeah. So is it like a start and finish time, like just a fellowship, or is it just ongoing? Oh uh, yeah, so it's an ongoing. Um, Fellowship. So I work with the organization, um, traveling around. So I also f- facilitate, um, uh-huh. if you will, trips to the nine different countries that we go to, okay. uh, which are three in East Africa, um, Ethiopia, Kenya, and Tanzania, mm-hmm. as well as uh, Nicaragua, Ecuador, um, China, uh, Haiti, um, mm-hmm. are different countries that we work in as well. So for people who have not gotten to travel in that way, can you tell people kind of some of the misconceptions that we may have Mm. being a person who have not been there? Yeah, definitely. Uh, The first is that uh, the food that you eat on the street is not clean. 
That's the that's that's a biggie. Like, well, that's I think that's a universal. Thing. Like, I'm not a big food truck person, so. But now I mean that, but that's the so the misconception is that it's not clean there. Yeah. But if you go and eat something out of the market there, more than likely mm-hmm. you're gonna be good. Like, cause, like I was eating in the marketplace and literally tasted, you mm-hmm. know, fruits and, and vegetables straight off the tree. That was like. Out of this world, you don't even know what an orange tastes like until you taste it one. I would say, depending on the person, mm. so this go with caution, and it's not necessarily the cleanliness yeah. of it. It's just the authenticness of it. We're not used to real food. Yeah, you in, that's in that's, America. So that, yeah, that's the eating big, a real orange is yep. kind of like it'll mess the stomach up. Yeah, not used to it. Yeah, basically, your body. Is 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 filled with a lot of toxins. Pre-packaged. Yeah, it's <laughs> you, you're freeze dried, mm-hmm. and so like the moment that you taste something that is fresh in that way, like you came right off of a tree. Yeah, you your your whole body reacts to it. Mm-hmm. Like everything in your body, any toxins that you got going on, all the enzymes that's from that fruit, antioxidants that's from that fruit, it's going to start tearing up all of those things. So it's going to feel like you're in rehab. Mm-hmm. Not I that mean, the same thing happens when you try to go vegan or vegetarian. Absolutely. Like, your body, your mental stability, like, gets agitated. So, everything yep. is disrupted because you're doing something that's foreign to your body. But oh, I yeah. wouldn't say it's necessarily... I think people always assume that it's about it being clean mm-hmm. or not. But I think it really is the idea of... Um, uh, whether or not your body can take it. Yeah, that's real. That's uh, we have real. a caller. Hello, caller. Hello. Can you hear? Mm-mm. We can't hear him. Oh, uh, well, try to get him, caller. Don't be nervous. Dame is not. He's not. He's not going to bite. He's not that. Uh, you know that type of person. He's really friendly. Yeah. But um, back to Mr. Dame. We was throwing spears in the Amazon, though. That was. <laughs> and I shot it. That's at, more defense. <laughs> it's not game. really. You're not going to initiate. Nah, yeah, that's a spear all. Spear throwing. It's, nah. <laughs> but I will say, like, the melanin shined through mm. in the Amazon. Uh, <laughs> I won't. See, it's, it's things that. It's things that the FDA basically. Governs that says that you should do certain things. Uh-huh. Uh, put on some shea butter and go outside and enjoy your life, black people. No. Um, don't get roasted. Put on a hat, maybe. Uh, don't just put on shea butter. Come on, we can't be all the burn up a bunch is, of black this people. This is not authorized by any right. by any uh rub it in and let it kind of yeah. absorb your skin. Preferably Dude, put the shea butter on the night. I'm not before. telling nobody to go outside and get fried like a piece of catfish. Yeah. I'm saying that the chemicals that you place on your body in order to protect yourself mm-hmm. from the sun is more toxic than your skin just yeah. protecting itself from the sun. So you, instead of using what he was saying, if, 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 instead of us using things that are store bought for that reason, use some more natural products like shea butter or cocoa butter yeah. or you know coconut oil. Cocoa butter is probably better for your skin than the cocoa, the coconut oil, or the the shea butter just because the shea butter clogs your pores. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so so does the coconut oil. The coconut oil. Uh, 
can can clog up your oil, your. Unless if you're washing your body. Yeah. You're always but, getting yeah. out. Yeah. I, I, you know, I prefer the butter or the cocoa. Like, it's just, mm -hmm. it, I they like. All the, they're not all, all the same, but they just have, different, depending on yeah. your skin and all those things, one works better than the other. I got a hybrid situation happening over here uh, due to some pre-existing measures in our history. Mm -hmm. um, so I got a complicated situation. I'm a brown-skinned brother with light-skinned Skin tendencies at times. <laughs> it's weird. I've never read that before. That's like I get, I get all the ailments and none of the privilege. Well, I mean, but just <laughs> you training your body. Oh yeah. So one of the things that I did was I don't use any lotions or anything on my skin, and I grew up with really dry skin. Yeah. So it's really sensitive and it's really, like up is imbalanced. Uh, but one of the things that you have to stop doing is using certain things on your skin. Oh, yeah. And it costs a little bit more to be natural. Yeah. But there are some less expensive alternatives like a coconut oil versus, you know, Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. Like you, you have to train your body. And it, it actually, after a while, you won't even need to lubricate your skin for days at a time because yeah. you've gotten your body so used to doing it and you'll notice like you'll be itchy like because a lot of our water here yeah. is hard water yeah. it doesn't have a lot of the things that are needed mm -hmm. in the water they take a lot of things out add things and it creates hard water um, a lot of calcium and stuff like that right. uh, but using you said break Oh, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. I was getting into it. We'll be right back here on the Artist Exchange Radio Show only on BeExposedRadio.com. Yeah, but it's, it's... And we're back with more Cheryl Underwood Radio. Thank you, Super Producer Courtney Black. Back with the facts is opening my eBay <laughs> shopping. Y'all okay. heard that a long time. Uh, so because it was in the mail room and I mm. didn't get it and mm. I knew it was here. I could feel it could that feel it was it. here. I could feel it. <laughs> Ooh, I hope that's Oh, Jackson's Can you Can you feel Get it. Get it for me. That's get it, Jackson. Can you feel it? Help Courtney understand how many members in the Jackson. How many members in the Jackson 5? How many members? Wait a minute. There's a difference between the Jackson 5 and the Jackson Jackson family. Why the why is that? Why? No, the, the music group. Oh. How many, how many members were in the Jackson 5? Not the Jackson what? 5, the no, Jackson's. I was talking about the Jackson 5. Is she joking? No, about the Jackson's. Wait a minute. Is that a, I don't know. Is that a real joke? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I'm feeling, I'm feeling my eBay. Listen. Uh oh. You're not getting any money hey. from this. But we'll wait for the eBay. When we get our general sales manager, oh, yeah. you're going to feel this eBay happening. There you right. go. I'm just excited about things I'm doing. Female boss, by the way, at eBay. Listen to me. But a calmer than I, I used to be, right? Oh, yeah. So I can feel that eBay happening. Listen <laughs> me. And, and I'm helping trade. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm helping hey. commerce, commerce, helping all them people that work over there. That's yes, right. Where's that from? That's right. eBay. Giving people jobs. Oh, That's right. eBay. Ooh, That's, we got things falling You know I can't fit that. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> tangent. By the way, for the for the audience that can't see, uh -huh. Courtney Black is holding up a very sparkly baby shirt. Baby shirt, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the record label record cover from the uh, Jacksons. There you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. They, they all had our shirts like okay. that. Remember they all had this sparkly jumbo. Yeah. Yep. Hey, well, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what you can feel. You can feel. 
Stormy Daniels. <laughs> oh, yes, you can. And the defamation. What's happening, Harry Tyler? <laughs> well, look, Donald Trump and his lawyers wants to actually have her case dismissed. You are listening to BeExposedRadio.com. Um, we back. We back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We was getting a little into the hygiene and stuff like that. But um, I was yeah. saying, the last thing to go for me is a deodorant. And I'm hanging on to the green <sighs> and Dove Real. I'm sorry. There's a lot of sub shops, like you said, walking around the streets of Baltimore. And I ain't about that life. Listen, that's that's real. Uh, I, I also <laughs> second the motion uh, on the, the, the deodorant situation. And honestly, like, I'm real upfront and honest about my deodorant usage. Like, I use it maybe once a day. If it's 12 hours, it usually lasts me for like 24 hours because I wash up once yeah. a day. Yeah, well, because you clean. Yeah, so. But, well, you, you're actually not supposed to put deodorant on in the morning. Well, if your morning is your morning, like I'm getting to go in the morning, yeah. you should really put deodorant on at night. Okay. So if it's like 12-hour coverage, yeah. it, 24-hour coverage, it helps to kind of elongate. Because if you wake up with that, it's kind of hard to get rid of that on, and putting deodorant over top of it. Yeah. Cause I, but I I have sensitive skin, so like the stuff that usually lasts like mm-hmm. the twelve hours, I usually can't use it. So I end up using like Lady Speed stick. It's like, nothing wrong with that. Lady I Speed use Dove a lot. Is, it's dope. Oh, because Dove's our stuff amazing. has a lot of our stuff has a lot of perfume in it. Yeah, and fragrance in it. Yeah, it's trying to cover up and mask. Like, but women's deodorant is normally cream based. Yeah, and a lot safer. I'm gonna say I use Dove. I'm not ashamed of it. So I go every six months. I use Dove for six months. I use Degree for six months, and I go back. See, yeah, I even might my ratchet self might use Suave. Not that anybody that uses Suave is ratchet. You just might be ratchet if you use Suave. That's all. And we just got an update. Uh, this day long funeral for the Queen of Soul, Miss Aretha Franklin. I just got word that uh, Reverend Jesse, Jesse Jackson is actually speaking now, and I'm quite sure once I get off the show, the show is. It's still going to be on. So take a, um, it's on live. All you do is go to Facebook or YouTube and punch in Aretha Franklin Funeral, and somebody's live stream is going to come up. So take a look at it. I love how these funerals are now going back to more traditional um, funerals where we're allowed to be in it, but it's not like yeah. I, it was a little more. But this one was different because her casket was open in the beginning, but they didn't show clear shots of her in the casket. There were some kind of long shots and kind of angle shots where you kind of saw something, but it wasn't. I just, I'm really, uh, I'm not a morbid person like that. So I think certain things should still be private. Still, Things should still be like that veil of privacy uh, between the public, even if it's a public person. But um, back to Dane the Pioneer. He's joining me today on the Artist Exchange. He's telling us a little bit about who he is. Yeah. And uh, what it is, and your shirt I'm noticing is playing right into our background, sir. Word. I don't think you get to see it, but that's what it looks like. Oh, that's lit. That's our background. That's dope. Wait, this is actually um, Graffiti Alley. Oh, that's That is lit. behind us. We're in the middle of Graffiti Alley. Right okay. Now. <laughs> I can it's dig extended it. belief. Let me straighten my head up a little bit. <laughs> so Thank tell me, you. outside of your traveling, outside of the organization that you're working with. What projects are you kind of dibbling and dabbling in right now? 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. So right now, uh, I've switched gears a lot of bit. You know, I'm always doing something different. But uh, my first love, uh, a lot of people do and don't know mm-hmm. that I love music. I come from a super musical family. My mom. Uh, my mom's family, the Blake family, the Jackson family here in Baltimore, mm-hmm. uh, uh, with pioneers in gospel and, and funk uh, okay. music. And so um, myself started to branch more so into that and focus more so into. So we going to be hearing music. some funk music from Damien? Listen, it's. it's I, me, I the, the graduation is the, the graduation part, not the album. Your graduation, okay. but my graduation uh, musically is something that has been something that has been very much so uh, a transition in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from how it is that I was able to experience hip hop because I came from, you know, a very um, religious. Um, CC background, church background, mm-hmm. uh, was that if it had a hook on it, then my mom would be singing it in the house, and then that's how I would hear the song. And okay. the MCs who would do that would be the women. Right. So it would be uh, the MC Lights, Lights, Salt and Peppers, and the Lauryn Hills, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so that was how it is that I experienced hip hop. And so having that boom bap feel and having the, you know, the influences of my granddad. Um, who is an amazing uh, guitarist um, and really fostered a love for music within his kids because he's got five kids. Okay. Um, so ironically, they're the Jackson Five. Um, <laughs> but so my mom's the oldest of them. Mm-hmm. And, and so being able to do a lot of that. And my little sister as well, who is actually, uh, her name's Fallon Thompson, and okay. she's dropping um, an EP up believe at the end of the month and so, so you got to bring her on so. oh yeah definitely so she's dropping the project and i'm working on dropping the project uh by the end of october um so how confident are you in your music ability being though you're from a musical family uh very much so now i'm more confident than i've ever been mm-hmm. um it wasn't easy uh mm-hmm. growing up in a very musical family mm-hmm. uh at all uh, because a lot of criticism. You could be singing uh, "Mary Had a Little Lamb" and getting smacked in the back of the head while somebody's coming through the front door because mm-hmm. the note was off. Well, like, are I, you a singer or more of a lyricist, rapper? Both. Both. Okay. Both. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna put you on the spot now. I'm <laughs> a, normally I do that when people tell me they have ability because I'm a tester of abilities. Listen, but I'm not gonna do that. It'd be like that. Um, it'd be like that. My my uncle say I I'll I, I dance in the alley for two rats if they ask me, and that's pretty much the same philosophy that I put on my music too. Uh-huh. So, but um, yeah, nah, it was tough. Like uh, mm-hmm. I'm one of three kids. Uh, my little sister is a Whitney Houston hybrid, uh, oh. mutant throat. Now don't do that. Don't. She be like that. Give her another name. Give um, her another. Oh God. I'm just uh, saying because. I don't want to disappoint her. She's coming on the show. Mariah Ferry. Okay. Because uh, okay, her name's Ferry. Fallon, so I said Mariah Ferry. Okay. Uh, yeah, Mariah <laughs> Ferry. Okay. Um, that's more acceptable because yeah. you can't give... It's any, that's like calling somebody the next Aretha. I don't... Or, but then, like, 
Hmm. I got very controversial views on on music, so I'm gonna yeah. keep a couple of them. You not an Aretha Franklin fan? I am a Aretha Franklin fan. Don't disappoint people like that. No, I didn't say that. I'll put you out there. I didn't say that. I didn't say that at all. I just I gotta. This how great certain people are put up versus. Hmm. I. My music uh, guru is Terrence uh, Williams. is a mm-hmm. artist from uh, he's from Montgomery County. Originally went to school here in Baltimore, up in mm-hmm. Morgan, and uh, he writes a lot of commentary on uh, uh, women in, and men artists and music and whatnot. And so mm-hmm. one of the things he always be screaming about is, "Don't you ever come for Whitney?" <laughs> uh, that. That debacle between or the 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 dichotomy dichotomy between uh, Whitney Houston and Demi Lovato and their situations. Would that make any sense? Why are they in the same category? Uh, for personal life um, situations, not necessarily uh, for talent. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Uh, okay. I was just wondering. Yeah. But yeah. it's. I mean, often for music artists, it's not. Because they're they're definitely singers who could sing, technically sing better than say like a Whitney or even Aretha. But it's it's a good singer makes you feel something. Right. Like it can invoke a a feeling or emotion from you, depending on what they're singing. And I that's how normally for me that's how I uh, measure. A really good artist. Oh yeah. So some of the performers that were at Aretha's funeral today, I don't really consider them good artists outside of the Clark sisters, of course. But oh this my ability God. alone is not. Karen Clark shit is my. Uh, I can't be disrespectful. She's my person. You she's, she's a person. A, she's a person for me. She's a person for you. She's a. <laughs> she, she does it for she's, you. She's she's a, she's a beautiful person. I feel the same way about um uh CC Winans. She is that person for me. Oh man, yeah. My mom loves CC Winans. My mom's the same way. She's she's mm-hmm. uh mutant number one. Say that again. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, but she yeah, my mom is a loves CC Winans. My mom right. would sing on stage with CC if she could today. Mm. Like And she would. I don't know if CC might get her feelings hurt though. It might be a thing, because and I ain't just saying it because that's my mother. Like she just, I mean, she's a very she. So you know how vocal vocalists are intimidating, right? Um, you come on stage or you you about to go on a rehearsal and stuff like that. Oh, that had been like choir rehearsal back in the day, <laughs> and you 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 about to go sing your solo, but it's a two part. Mm-hmm. You got the first verse and home homegirl got the second verse, and y'all got the same vocal cords because you only ten years old anyway, right? But she mad because you hit a riff better than her. It's not my fault, okay? It's, it's competition. Not my fault. It's healthy competition. My mom That's had me doing jumping jacks the night before the solo to get ready, like the jumping jacks. Were you into anything outside of the arts, like sports or yeah, science I mean, or setting fires? Like what? What else? Setting fires? <laughs> no, the, no criminal activity. Uh, That's not criminal. Arson? Pyro. I mean, you, it's, it's like, only a criminal activity if you burn something down. Okay, yeah. Nah, I wasn't I wasn't doing criminal stuff. I definitely did sports. I played uh, pretty much every sport I could get my hand on. Um, I started off with all the sports that I thought would help assimilate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was a tennis, middle school tennis star, high school mm-hmm. 
tennis, all that good stuff. Playing tennis, little Arthur Ashe. Yeah, I was out here. I was out here getting like the little, Arthur Ashe, okay. The uh, the gold painted medals that had Arthur Ashe on it that faded away after two weeks. <laughs> It's like, man, I got a gold medal. She's like, yeah, I ain't making that ain't gold. <laughs> I hate you. You good, though. You good. So you like tennis? And- tennis, soccer, baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, played every position in baseball. Okay. Uh, love for that sport. Basketball, definitely. Like, it was, it was, it was a way to make friends. Mm-hmm. I wasn't necessarily the best player. At all, but I was always the most energetic. I respect your honesty, sir. I really oh, yeah. Because there's some people in those fields that just did it. I'm on the other side. I played a lot of those sports, but I did not do it for the camaraderie. I just like beating people. Nah, just see, that's how most people play those sports. I was like, yo, hey, man, uh, that was a good shot you just made over me. That was a, that was a good one. It's like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Why, do you, why are you talking to him I like that? I was clearly in the full body contact, like this. I like knocking people over. I was oh, yeah. the shortest on the team, so I like to knock people over, hitting people with sticks. Yeah. Definitely. Like I played football too, though. Like I didn't play lacrosse, so the sticks y'all can have that. Like that we, was fun. like people in my neighborhood played lacrosse, but it was a very divided mental line between the people who found themselves responsible enough to carry a lacrosse stick mm-hmm. and not use it use as it. a tool, not for like. Like weaponry, because it's not like we was really out here like beating the snot out of each other with lacrosse sticks. Possibly, we we know maybe. I told somebody about the game. All right, so y'all heard the game. Red? You need that type of protection. Listen, but yeah, it was even because we played Red Rover, like, and Mm -hmm. or hide the belt. So yeah, so like. I got those you know, games sound real suspect to me, but I'm keep going. Keep so going. Red Rover is apparently a totally different game than Hide the Belt, but yeah, everybody I in the hood. Hide the Belt. Yeah. Okay. So Hide the Belt is basically. Yeah, well, about to school you. Hide the Belt. <laughs> hide the Belt. Yeah, Thirty seconds or less. Uh, hide the Belt basically is a game that you play with all your friends, and all thing you need is a leather belt. And so basically, everybody would have to go to a one central location like base, and they had okay. to wait for about twenty seconds. At while you count it, and you go hide the belt. And then after that, he's like, okay, Red Rover, Red Rover, come get your dinner. But the dinner was the belt, and so everybody goes sniffing for the belt. And then, so you're going to hide the tree somewhere. We had two different generations. Listen, <laughs> it was 1997. I was six years old, and I was playing with 12-year-olds. But um, he's like, man, we got to go ahead. And you say, this person's hot, this person's cold, as they got closer to the belt. And then when somebody found the belt, Everybody was like, oh, oh, man. He's like, I got it. got the belt. And you'd have to run back to base. And so, like, but you running from the person who found the belt because he trying to hit See, you with the I'm belt. I'm going to explain something to you. I didn't play those type of games as a child because I felt like I wouldn't recommend it. Tired, yeah, nah. I didn't want to be in, you know, I didn't want to be sleeping. By no, by no means. Like, felt like somebody's going to hit me or listen, something. And listen, I'm going to fight. Listen, that was real. That, that happened a few times. More than a few times. You hit somebody. Oh yeah, but I was, I was yeah, I was little though. Like I was some, anyway. Somebody had to get hit. Right. Like like Kevin Hart. Somebody had to go, Daddy. Somebody had to go. See those games are irresponsible. It was it's bad behavior. So that's why I never was. Interested. I, I watch people play it, but I never would do stuff like that. Like by no means will I, I feel safe. Like my kids outside, the kids who like, like you, like, like how I was. Yeah, like it's like <laughs> like, it's like you. But and and I was a nerd. Like I. Super nerd. Like, I was not the popular one out of the kids who were doing bad things. 
Where can we, uh, before we go any further, because we got a couple more minutes in this segment, yeah. where can we find you at on social media? How can people contact you? Oh, definitely. Uh, so you can contact me. Uh, hit my email. I do answer emails. Uh, that's how I respond to most things. Uh, Damien Bird Jr. email gmail.com D A M E O N Bird, not beard, B Y R D, playing. Junior spelled out. Beard. Yeah. You can also hit my email at Damien.Bird Jr. at we.org and hit my Instagram at. I'm, uh, gosh, Dame the Pioneer. Uh, mm-hmm. Spelled like it said, Dame the Pioneer. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Like, also, I'm a contact information. Uh, you can also check out Miles and Waverly. Google Miles and Waverly. Uh, it was a short film that was lo- was astoundingly, uh, you know, amazed to be a part of that I got a chance to star in and whatnot. It's got Ooh. to go and do some other stuff. Where also, can uh, you can check it out on YouTube and Vimeo. Uh-huh. Um, also check out Water in the Broken Glass. Um, my beautiful love of my life did all the hair and makeup for the film. Oh wow! I'm yeah. Happy. Okay. Yeah. Autumn. Autumn we will take a quick break. Yeah. We'll be right back here on our last segment. Don't go anywhere. The Artist Exchange Radio Show with Mr. Dane the Pioneer. Yes, Don't sir. Yeah, I actually got two. We're back with more Cheryl the Underwood Radio. Thank you, Super Producer. So, um, what break is this, Super Producer? Number three. Oh. We're talking about comedy today, Cheryl. Yeah, but but we're having a hard time, too, because we want to touch on uh, 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 the uh, miseducation of Lauren Hill 20th mm-hmm. anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, something else. Uh, Jenna Jackson. Does Jenna Jackson have a hot song? Uh, out with uh, Daddy, Daddy Yankee, Yankee. Daddy. right? Mm-hmm. Um, we about to do that in the house party at the house party. Okay, okay. And then, but there was something Aretha else. Shoes. Oh yeah, I didn't know that you could you wear nice shoes in your casket. <laughs> I didn't know you wore shoes at all because and usually you don't see people's feet. So I didn't know you wore shoes at all. She's got some really you're great uh, Louboutins. Say it again. And, and, I said you're not by yourself. I didn't know that. You didn't know it either, no. right? But she looks amazing in the viewing. Sure you know, and uh, because I won't be able to get to the funeral. Uh, uh, because I'll be in the uh, Dominican Republic at Santa. So with Steve Harvey, um, I'm, I'm uh, sent, uh, sent flowers. Mm. I sent flowers, but I don't Thank know. you, sure. Yeah, I sent flowers. So, But, uh, Jimmy, you had a look on your face. What, what do you think? Yeah, you travel safe, Cheryl. Yeah, why? Well, yeah. What's happening? No, well, you know, weather <laughs> you know and stuff. So oh. That's what I was worried about. It is about. the weather. season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, you got to come back. We're praying I'll, for you now. I'll be back. Mm-hmm. I'll be back. And if I don't get back, then I'll hold it down. That's yeah. right. Yeah, right. you got Divided top Courtney. Yeah, top <laughs> oh, my God. People were calling me going, your crew <laughs> is going to divide a leased car. <laughs> they are so greedy. Me and Harry on Wednesday and Friday. That's right. Oh, my okay. God. <laughs> Each one of y'all get this drive. I for the floor match, I get Saturday. Y'all wild as hell. The payments do. Uh-oh. That's it. The lease. Yeah. Hey, well, no, the estate got to pay the lease. Yeah, the estate got to pay right. the lease. Uh, let me see. Uh, Cardi B allegedly disrespects uh, the King memory, the Dr. MLK mm-hmm. memory, mm-hmm. the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bernice King is very upset about this. But uh, should people be upset with Cardi B or should they be upset with Rip Michaels for putting this together? Kyle, you say what? You always say they go after the deepest pocket. That's right. So, of Cardi B was in it now becomes her sketch even mm-hmm. if she didn't write it mm-hmm. now it's yours mm-hmm. and so the problem is and I learned this from Cheryl Underwood 
is it? It's got to be hilarious mm-hmm. if you're gonna get away with it. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. got to be hilarious. If That's it's right. controversial, you got to hit it. And the problem with the the, the sketch was it, it was one note. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was same joke. Dr. And, King was unfaithful. Yeah, because uh, J. Edgar Hoover, Harry Sutherland, had uh, surveillance on Dr. King and was keeping mm-hmm. a dossier on Dr. King, along with JFK and, um, and others, of their sexual proclivities and activities. Um, and I guess my problem with it is, why is anybody not uh, um, as w- taking offense toward, they use uh, Malcolm X? You are listening to BeExposedRadio.com. Take the last couple months off yeah. and really renegotiate my attitude. Because I'm from Cherry Hill and I'm, I'm known to. My great grandma's from Cherry Hill. And she's gangster, right? Yeah, she was gangster. I, I know we back. I know we back. She has 16 kids. Yeah, she real good. <laughs> yeah. And it's such a, a humble though. Yeah. I'm a nice guy. She, she, uh, uh, the first woman in Baltimore City to have a community garden, like the community <laughs> garden. Yeah, Blake. And so uh, she started a youth works program in her yard. She had 16 kids, 22 oh, that's, pregnancies. That's more, that's a team right there. Yeah. That's a small Yeah. Team. Her kids sang too. Right. It's uh, like she had a whole choir. So welcome back to the Artist Exchange Radio Show, only on BeExposedRadio.com. Coming up tonight, it is what it is, radio show with host Tyree Miles and the crew, live at 9 p.m., only on BeExposedRadio.com. Don't forget, just a couple more announcements. Next next Friday, I'm not touching it. I don't know. It's not. I'm not doing anything with it. Uh... So next Friday, we're actually celebrating our 50th anniversary. What, what? Uh, this is a special, regular two-hour show, and uh, I'm having a couple guests come by, one of them being my, one of my really good friends, Tommy Davis. And then on Saturday, then right next day, something really funny, but on Saturday, the Sticky Bum Festival, if you were there last year... Definitely come on out. Uh, we'll be there. Uh, I appreciate the arts. They did a phenomenal job last year. And they did a phenomenal job at uh, putting on the festival. And putting on the festival and really giving a, uh, a awesome kind of cross-section of talent from the DMV and beyond. We had a couple DC artists, a couple artists outside of Maryland come through. So come on down. It's going to be at the Why Not Lot at Charles and North Avenue. Uh, shout out to Tina Bina and Miss uh, Mama K, which is she's now a mama now. Okay. Actually, she's a mama. Uh, but come on down. Appreciate the arts. And I believe it's like from 12 until like 6 or 9 or so. I'll get the details and make sure I post that on uh, the website. Uh, and if you are a music artist, you can definitely send us your work. Info at Be Exposed. 
mpthreeformatradio.com, or you can send them to me, the Artist Exchange Radio Show. Um, don't forget, MP3 format only. Don't forget to add a high-resolution piece of album art and links to your work. We want to interview, so we got to know how to contact you and have information on you as well. Um, and I'm going to let Mr. Uh, Bird... Hey. Uh, <laughs> Kind of give us some more information on how to contact him, things he has coming up, projects that he may be working on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, my name's Dame the Pioneer again. Uh, check me out um, on Instagram, Dame the Pioneer. Also, check me out in any of the uh, Google me. But check me out. Uh, we told, see, he Republic. didn't say that that much this time. He learned his lesson the last time. <laughs> give out your information. Yeah, on uh, Grills Republic Magazine. Uh, dope arc on there uh, about mm-hmm. sailing and whatnot. Um, also, check out uh, Neptune Yacht Club. Um, it's an amazing black owned yacht club, the oldest black yacht club in the country cool. uh, that I'm a part of uh, as well. Um, you know, a lot of stuff coming up. So, this October, I kick off a 90 city tour mm-hmm. uh, called the, is a, the Allstate Tour. Mm-hmm. Um, for we and so I'll be in 90 different spots across the U.S. Do they um, ever bring any of their programming to Baltimore? Oh, we yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, Baltimore was actually the sixth city that we's gotten to in the United States. Okay. So they got here last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're doing some great work. Uh, the organization has uh, a great, um, you know, awesome fellow in. Uh, Jacqueline Bullock, who is my ninth grade uh, activist history teacher, uh, who's working here with we um, and doing a lot of great work on the ground in the community. So while I get to go bop around, I can mm-hmm. come back and forth. Uh, stop in Baltimore mm-hmm. and I'll put those tour dates out on my Instagram, all that good stuff on social media. So we'll put yeah. the information now. I'll get some more information from him and we'll post all the things that he's coming up to the Artist Exchange group page so look out for mr damien beard jr aka bird, bird. i'm Lord. sorry it's in my head that's why i it's got still, the hat now that's but as long as i spell it correctly on the text hey hey so damien uh, bird jr yeah. and dame the pioneer so this has been the artist exchange radio show i hate him so much he is really having too much fun with his equipment. Uh, but we'll be back next Monday. Uh, same time, same place, BeExposedRadio.com. Don't forget the Artist Exchange Radio Show, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those things. Follow us, and we'll post uh, Mr. Bird's information on the website. So don't go on. Well, you can go somewhere. Peace out. Check out Peace. the Aretha Franklin funeral. And we're back with more Cheryl Underwood Radio. Thank you, Super Producer. Hey, uh, we're talking entertainment, but don't forget, we got the Call Me promotion where you uh, call 1-855-SHERYL-1. Tell us how you listen to Cheryl Underwood Radio and give us your phone number. We will not air your phone number, no way. but we will air your call, and then we're going to start calling people back. Uh, whoever you name, any of us on the show, any of us in the production, you know, we'll call you back, and we're going to air that call as well. What are we getting you ready for? Prize.